I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Sarah Michelle Galleroff, Buffy the Vampire Slayer fame found out. Hello. hello hello we are we stand together welcome hey. welcome this <laughs> is a sorry folks this is our second episode of shelter in place and we're still learning how things work to be fair we didn't know how things worked before shelter in place mm -mm. so to expect us to suddenly understand how things work well, that's on you. Yeah. But this is We Stand Together, a pop culture academic symposium. We are the pop culture professors. Mm-hmm. You know it. We're smart people talking dumb topics. Yes, we are. And, you know, believe it or not, we are real life professors. I've actually been professing since 9 a.m. this morning. And believe it or not, but it's the truth. 
It's really true. Um, and because we have professional academic experience and because we consume more hours of television a week than we sleep, we put one and one together, which equals we are the professors of pop culture. Actually, when I count the hours that Lauren teaches in a week and then the hours of television I know she's consuming, I it's a lot more than 24-7. I'm really confused <laughs> how she gets hours. <laughs> Sometimes I'm doing two things at once. I will admit to that. But we are certainly sheltering in place right now. So, Lauren, yes. tell us a little bit about your setup where you're not in a fancy studio. Okay, so I feel like Caitlin gets a lot of joy out of having me describe my Harry Potter-like existence in my closet. Um, tonight, Caitlin and our producer, Kate, accused me of being upside down because they didn't understand what they were seeing on the Zoom screen. Um, but it's because they don't know luxury, which is my accommodations right now. Uh, that's true. Kate. From what we can see, it definitely <laughs> looks like her legs are hooked into the ceiling and her head is almost just grazing a shelf. But apparently she claims to be right side up. Listen, just because you use a hamper as a desk. Yes, I'm fancy. Doesn't I have a hamper okay. desk. I am in my bedroom slash home studio slash home gym. Uh, and things are going great for me. That's that's really lovely. Well, Caitlin, let's get to why we're really here today. Yes. To talk about standing. We love what it. What are you standing right now? What I am standing or being a big fan of is mm -hmm. an app, actually. And it's called Telegram. It is something Lauren and I have been using to communicate for a few months now. Uh, shout out to Matthew Brian Cohen, who actually introduced me to it. Wow. Look, it's just like WhatsApp. It's just like all of them. But it has really, really funny stickers that you can send to each other. And it's a highlight of my day. I like the stickers. I like that it brings you joy. I do not like that I got an unsolicited video from a stranger pleasuring themselves on Telegram. I don't like that either. I don't it like that either. not fun. So word of advice, if you don't want that happening, check your location finding settings on your app. Uh, you can you can save yourself. A great tip. A great tip. But I'm having a fun time on the app. If you're on it, let me know. I'll talk <laughs> to you. I'll send you a sticker. They have ALF yeah, stickers. They do. That's really exciting. I've yet to find them, but I like receiving them. Finding? Okay, there's so many stickers, but they are hard to find. But once you do, you're having so much fun. Yeah. Well, I'm having so much fun because during Shelter in Place, I've discovered books on tape. Wow. I've never listened to a book on tape, I don't think, in my entire life wow. until I listened to the Patti LuPone memoir for our book club, mm -hmm. which, by the way, listeners, shout out to the We Stand Together virtual book club. It happens bi-weekly. Um, this week is actually a book club week. So on Thursday, we're going to be talking about Lauren Conrad's novel, Nellie Candy. It is a novel. Uh, if joining the We Stand Together Virtual Book Club sounds like something you'd like to do, email us at westandsocial at gmail.com. Yeah. And if you're hearing our voice, you are welcome to come. We have a very fun uh, group of people from ac literally all over the United States, mm -hmm. different backgrounds. Some people, some of us know, some people we don't. It's pretty exciting. Almost as exciting as five-star reviews five star reviews tend to be the most exciting thing yeah, we stand we them hard and lauren yeah. you found a great one this week yeah this one comes from digsy madrow he says or she says or they say because i don't know who digsy madrow is we'd love to know digsy madrow says 
learn from the masters. I have signed up for this course and I'm getting a lesson every single week. Wow. Wow. This person is serious about the learning aspect. and I love that. You know who else is serious about the learning aspect of life? Uh, Today's guest. Oh my gosh. Seamless. (laughs) Thank you so much. I rehearsed that. Um, I'm super excited about today's guest because he's one of my bestie friends in the whole world and a personal hero. Please welcome Zeke Smith. Hi. Hi. I'm here. Wow. It's so exciting. I love this. I love this. Just hanging out with a couple of pals. We're having a great old time already. <laughs> um, so today we have a very special theme. Yeah. And it's a theme that we are all, I think, connected to. Absolutely. And it is the theme of, give it to me, Caitlin. Graduation. Oh, sorry, I was going to try oh, to no. do pomp and circumstance, but then I realized I don't know it. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Gotta set that graduation mood. I feel the feels as soon as I hear vitamin C. Now, we always like to put our listeners at ease by letting them know our credentials to talk on the day's theme. Mm-hmm. And Caitlin, what what are your credentials so that people understand that you do have the credits to talk about this? You know, until the song was actually playing, until I was feeling it in my heart, I forgot that that song came out. The year of my senior year in high school. And no one needs to look up when that was. That's not an important (laughs) fact. It's just something for me to know. And I mean, what a moment in time that was. We were feeling it. And also my mom was a professor and a college administrator. Mm -hmm. So I've been to many more graduations than I was even involved with. And at my uh, college graduation party, we did karaoke in a sushi bar basement. Wow. This is maybe the topic you're most qualified to talk on. It's kind of crazy. How about you? Well, I have graduated many times because mm-hmm. I'm addicted to school. Uh, <laughs> I like to collect degrees. So there's that. Um, also, when <laughs> we I need to have an intervention se- for you. I know. I can't stop. Also, as a senior in high school, I convinced we had two valedictorians at my high school. There is a valedictorian of the IB program and the visual and performing arts valedictorian. Wow. And I got both of them to mention me in their <laughs> uh, speeches. <laughs> So, you were both of them. Oh, no. No, I just got them to talk about me, which I thought was cool. <laughs> a um, much more important life. Much skill. more. Yeah, I would rather be talked about. Um, I've also seen the Don- Donna Martin Must Graduate episode of 90210 at least 100 times. But perhaps most timely is that I spent most of today watching a virtual graduation. Wow. So many hours of virtual graduation, but it was really beautiful and I stand it and I honestly, I wasn't sure how it was going to work, but the moment that it started, I was crying today. These kids worked hard in shelter and place to keep up with work and it was beautiful. Zeke, what about you? What are your what are your graduation credentials? I've graduated from a few things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I graduated from high school and I graduated from college. And I was actually reflecting on something, which is I don't actively speak or keep in touch with anyone from either my high school graduating class or my college graduating class. Because I actually, there are people from my, oh, yeah. my original college year that I do keep in touch with, hmm. but I, I took a year off of college, so I graduated a year later. Oh. Um, and oh, like, right. there's, yeah. And I was like, oh, how, how interesting. None of those like uh, 
teary farewell song graduation songs really like speak to me because i'm like i was always like fuck you i'm out of here like i i am i'm excited to leave this place and go start over someplace else um but my i guess my shelter in place graduation uh, anecdote is that so secret thing about me is that i am obsessed with the military academies like west <laughs> point and annapolis and, I love this. and like the and so the if you don't know about like the military academy experience it's four years of like really terrible rigorous like academic and military training lauren is having a breakdown just so we're clear just just so <laughs> to tell the listener well part of it is that you know, you always have to, like, part of your, like, military knowledge has to be how many days it is until your graduation. And oh, everything really? is sort of, yeah, everything oh, is like leading that. up to graduation. And, like, you <gasps> know, the president speaks. And it's, like, a big <laughs> I deal. I like the, the, okay. Yeah. And you throw your hat in the air. And, like, if you look at all the admissions materials, it's all about graduation and, like, that final cathartic moment. But because of shelter in place, <sighs> they're having all of these, like, really pared down graduation Aww. ceremonies and i'm just like i just feel for these kids so hard because i'm like you did such a hard thing for four years now you have to serve a minimum of five years in the military and you didn't even wow. get like it's like you had a ruined orgasm it's like <laughs> wow. yeah you finished but it was it wasn't everything it was supposed to be amazing Aww. yeah so this is like west point west point which is the the military yeah. the army's uh, uh -huh. feeder school mm -hmm. annapolis which is the naval academy Got it. which since uh kids to both the navy and the marine corps because the marine corps is within the department of the navy and then Whoa. the air force academy which since kids to the air force and there is like a coast guard academy but like uh, who cares about the coast guard <laughs> wow okay <laughs> we're throwing Coming down in hot i when as soon as we decided we were going to do a graduation theme i was like Zeke has to come. He's got hot takes for days on academia. I love and they're, this. Oh, and the thing I love yeah. about your hot takes are they are not the hot takes you think they're going to be. <laughs> well, this no, is a theme with me is I have like very like weird and disparate interests. So it's like, oh, you think Zeke's going to talk about you know, he's going to talk about food because he always talks about food. It's like, actually, I want to talk about like our nation's military again. Yeah. It's so, like, yeah, he, he went to an Ivy League. That's not what he wants to talk about, though. He's not going to talk about it. Oh, no. my God. So in keeping with the theme of I don't keep in touch with anyone from either of my graduation years. So because I graduated a year after my social class, um, the way it works mm. uh, at Harvard, which is where I went to college, is that you're sorted into a house your sophomore year, sort of like Harry Potter. And then yeah, Lauren knows about that. because She started step one of living in a <laughs> cramped closet. Yes, exactly. Waiting. She's waiting for her owl to bring the letter to go to Hogwarts. It's good. Yeah, keep an eye on it. Okay. A preview of what you have to look forward to, Lauren. I can't wait. Um, Tell me about so my yeah, future. Your house is where like you live and where you eat and where your a, a lot of stuff oh, sort of wow. revolves around. Um, okay. And I and so like on graduation day, like you show up at the house and. Each um, house is a different tradition. In my house, Leverett House, our tradition to march to the chapel, which is what your first stop is, um, is we have like a New Orleans style like jazz band, like wow. a second line. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, we had like a New Orleans style band, like, you know, playing songs and leading us along the way. And I didn't know anybody and was like, I'm fine to just go along and stay quiet, not talk to anybody. But I just, I want to have this experience, even if I don't get to like, relish it and celebrate it with people i know um but there was like one dyke who knew me from like the queer world 
um, who was like, nope, Zeke, you're going to be my buddy. And she was great. We had a great time. We marched together. We sat together in the chapel. Um, they, for all the queer kids, they pass out rainbow tassels to oh, put on your cap. So we had cool. our little rainbow tassels on. And then we, you know, there's like a church service uh, or, you know, or whatever, like baccalaureate, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then you march to the Tercentenary Theater, which is the big outdoor space where the graduation is held. And that was just sort of long and boring. But, oh, my God, I forgot. <laughs> the cool part is, so we have, like, a class day, um, yeah. which is the day before graduation. And it's when you have the cool speaker. Like, the cool speaker oh, yeah. is not at the graduation ceremony. It's the hmm. day before. And our cool graduation speaker was Amy Poehler. Wow. Oh, yeah. That is cool. And she's great. And she never... talked about, like, rules of improv. And, like, little did I know that within a couple of years, I'd be paying her thousands of dollars to learn more <laughs> about those rules of improv. <laughs> you, too, can buy into this pyramid scheme. Um, I'm, that's always something I've been jealous of. I never, with all of the graduating I've done, I've never had, like, a really cool graduation, like, speaker. Um, but in high school, the class after me. So I went to class in SAS in Oklahoma. Shout out to OKC. Always. Um, Boomer. The class after me, though, they were so excited because they got they booked Wayne Coyne from the Flaming Lips. Yes. But then like 72 hours before graduation, he was like, oops, I forgot I have to be in Asia for a concert. So he sent them like a very long unedited video of him basically being like, it's weird you asked me to do this because I didn't technically graduate high school. And it's just like, uh, it's insane. And one of my friends was like hired to like edit it down. And it's one of the first things I remember kind of going like semi-viral because someone put the speech online and it got picked up by MTV News. And I remember it being a really big deal. We actually had a pretty cool high school graduation speaker. Um, he was the like uncle of uh, a woman in my my year. And his name was Anthony Shadid, and he is a he was a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist for like his work on like the conflict in Lebanon and Israel, um, and like very very cool impressive guy like won a Pulitzer Prize. Yeah, of course my shitty Oklahoma school like never wanted to claim him. They always wanted to claim like the guy who was in the NFL. Um, but yeah. I thought it was really cool that, that he was speaking. Cool. Yeah, and. He was talking about, this was 2006, so he was talking about, you know, thinking critically about, you know, what our government is doing uh, mm-hmm. with regards to, like, you know, torture and Guantanamo Bay and preemptive strikes and, like, which was all, those were all my, like, causes that I was always, like, all upset about in in high school because yeah. I was a foreign policy nerd in high school. Um, sure. And I was sitting... So Shadid and Smith, we were sitting next to each other. Yeah. And he finishes his speech, which was a really, really good speech. And I pop out of my seat to give him a standing ovation. Um, and so does, like, my Aww. other friend who was, like, a kooky, like, you know, liberal Bush hater. But, yeah. like, his his niece who was sitting right next to me doesn't stand up to applaud Oh, him. no. <laughs> she played it cool. Oh, that's wild. Well, yeah. this also explains why we never crossed paths uh, as teenagers. We grew up in the same town, basically across the street. But no, Zeke literally was, across the street. Like, me. literally across the street. But you were watching, like, CNN, and I was at a punk rock club, so our paths didn't really cross. That's true. Yeah. But here we are. Um, here we are. And you know what? I think it's time to put all of this uh, academic prowess to the test. Yeah. Zeke, are you ready to play our first game? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's play a game. All right. All right. We're playing a game called Name That Valedictorian. You are going to hear a scene of a graduation from television or film and you're going to tell us where it's from 
Great. I was so scared of you. I felt like I had to prove that I was better than you. But really, I don't know any more than you guys. All I know is that we have a lot more to learn. Because this part's over. And that's so sad. But it was great, wasn't it? <laughs> Things are never going to be the same, but it was perfect. Okay, what was that from Zeke? Is that Beanie Feldstein and Booksmart? Nailed yes! it! Yeah! Nailed it! Ding, 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 ding. Which, consequently, that is so strange out of context. It's so <laughs> strange. <laughs> It was really moving in the film, but out of context, I'm like, what? It seems very dramatic, but like not in a touching way. (laughs) I also have to give credit to my boyfriend on that one, because right before I came in to do the podcast, I was like, oh, my God, I was supposed to think of like meaningful, like graduation moments of film and TV. And he was like, oh, book smart. And then I heard Ah! that I was like, that was book smart. Wow. (laughs) Okay, that explains it, because when we were pulling clips, Caitlin was like, what about book smart? I'm like, I don't think Zeke will know it. Put it in. Of course, Nico helped you. This all makes sense now. I I love Beanie Feldstein. Mm -hmm. Beanie head. All right, let's hear number two. (laughs) Courage of conviction and strong sense of self that we take our next steps into the world. Remembering that first impressions are not always correct. You must always have faith in people. And most importantly... You must always have faith in yourself. Congratulations, class of 2004. We did it! <laughs> you guys aren't even making this hard. Legally Blonde. Yeah! Nailed it. Yes! Nailed that it! Is how, that is basically how long her speech is. I watched the whole scene. I cut out about 15 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> did you know they're doing a Legally Blonde 3? Yes, and I can't wait! What is the premise? Do we know? I don't, I don't know. Care. My mother just gonna... like called me in excitement one day. They're going to be Legally Blonde 3. <laughs> <laughs> I will go see it with your mom opening night. Out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Take the right. day off. It's going to be Legally Blonde 3. <laughs> East High is a place where teachers encouraged us to break the status quo and define ourselves as we choose. Where a jock can cook up a mean creme brulee. <laughs> The brainiac can break down on the dance floor. <laughs> it's a place where one person, if it's the right person, changes us all. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm less confident on this one, but I'm going to go with She's All That. No, no but I get that why is a good you would guess go because there. It does sound like I held a tape recorder up to a VCR. <laughs> Not sure how I messed up that clip so bad. <laughs> but it is actually from this millennium. <laughs> it's God. in High School Musical 3. Oh, mm. mm-hmm. Yeah. That's on my list. I it's you know I just haven't had a chance yet to. Uh, <laughs> it's to watch what it, it is on your list. It's yeah. weirdly the only High School Musical I've seen. I have only seen the third one. Well, it was the one that was for theatrical release. Oh, so you I know, didn't realize that's what made it different. I do think that is probably why you've seen it, but 
probably i just remember a friend in college bought me a ticket and was like hey i got you a ticket for a movie tonight and i was like okay and then i went and then i was like what this is what are we seeing and it was the third high school musical uh anyways enough about me and not knowing uh asking questions before i show up places uh let's roll that fourth clip seniors you've all had mr brackett is that the way it works i had mr brackett for senior english he taught me shakespeare well, he was my track coach, and, and he also helped me get into college. I love that your eyes lit up, because you immediately knew what I this was. I realized that what Mr. Hallowell said is right. Must have rubbed off. I'm gay. I had Mr. Brackett all year, and oh my god, I'm gay! Excuse me? If there's something wrong with Mr. Brackett or Jack, then there's something wrong with me. I'm gay. So am I. Oh, you're she not. is not. You're not. I know you're not. You're a... <laughs> <laughs> I have to answer to the community, and as far as the community is all concerned... Right. I, think we, I think the jig is up. We all know what this is. Yeah. What is uh, it? In and Out. One of my yeah. favorite movies. Absolutely. Uh, oh. Tom Selleck, bleach blonde hair, totally fagging out. Iconic. Uh, love it. Iconic. Um, the... I. I remember seeing this film in theaters because mm-hmm. I was with my parents and we were in Dallas, Texas at the Galleria Mall. And we, I think, saw it where we wanted to go to a movie and we saw the poster and it was really before, like, you know, Google or anything. So we yeah. just were like, oh, my mom was like, I, I love that, Kevin Klein. And we, like, saw this, like, big game movie and I was, like, eight or nine and neither of my parents, like, acknowledged that it was like weird or um unexpected or like that like the gayness was anything to be thrown off by uh everyone was just like oh that was a good movie that was funny so awesome yeah Yeah. that was a big family hit in our household too i love that movie we love it i also have to say so far this is the only speech that out of context holds up like Mm -hmm. i enjoyed it goes on a long time i I mean i listened to the whole thing up a couple times, but I, <laughs> before this podcast, edited it down. And shout out to Kevin Klein, uh, a graduate of my alma mater, Indiana University. Hey. You All right. see it. All right. We have one last valedictorian speech. Okay. We, well, uh, and I have to get it right so that I'm on like the good side of 50%. All right. Mm-hmm. This, is your, right this is your defining moment. Sergeant, men. Hold up, sir! Hold up, sir! Yes, sir, these are Sergeant Hulk's men. He was injured during basic training. I see. So am I to understand that you men completed your training on your own? That's the fact, Jack! That's the fact, Jack! Oh my gosh. Uh, it's a military movie. I know, and I feel bad I had that whole spiel about military graduations earlier. Um, I, d- oh, gosh, I don't think I've seen this one. Can you give me a, a, a hint of the era? 80s. 80s movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, is, this is a real shot in the wind, but is it Polly Shore's In the Army Now? No, but no, great but one. that does make sense. I love that. It's Stripes. 
Stripes. Starring uh, Bill Murray, John Larroquette, yes. John Candy, and Harold Ramis. Iconique. Iconique, yes. Something I should <laughs> see. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. Um, Very funny. I would say holds up. As funny as Ghostbusters. At me, folks. At me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, as we prepare to wage war uh, against those adders, uh, <laughs> Zeke, congratulations. You did a really great job. You did. Um, I'm three fact, for two. It's fine. Three for two is excellent. Only an Ivy Leaguer would say that's not a great score. So uh, <laughs> we're going to take a break so uh, Zeke can lick his wounds and uh, do some extra credit for those last two points. Oh. And we'll be right back. <laughs> And we're back. And I want everyone to know that during the break, Zeke did earn back those two points. So he's officially five for five. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Uh, it was it was a lot, but it was, you know, writing that 15-page essay was worth it. <laughs> it was worth Anytime it. Anytime you he... can write a 15-page essay and get those two points back, you do it. <laughs> you do it. Do it. You write the 15 you pages for to. the two points because yeah. you have to. This is on your permanent record. And, and, yeah, which is I'm, real. Trust me, I know. I'm aware. <laughs> I am well, stressed out about it and taking a clonopin for this very reason. <laughs> oh no! Speak to your pushing kid. our students too hard. You know what well, would make actually, it better if uh, someone sent me an unsolicited jerk off video. <laughs> download Telegram. I, download I'm Telegram. Like, I was listening to the monologue and I was like, I gotta download Telegram. It I was, haven't gotten one of those. It <laughs> was not happened to everyone. It was not my um, cup of tea, and I was shocked because I didn't know I could be found by anyone that wasn't already my friend. Um, I've heard stories I... uh, from friends in New York, actually, <laughs> where people will, like, you'll be on the train, and people will airdrop yeah. dick pics yeah. to you, yeah. to, like, That's everyone in the train. Um, never... We don't, you know, have those sort of, like, close quarters here in Los Angeles, so I'm not so fortunate. But, you know, as gay men, we do have apps <laughs> that are, like, you know, tailored towards us exchanging nudie pictures of ourselves. Wow. That's great. Wow. Innovation. You know, life finds Innovation. <laughs> well, I'm I'm excited today to present my thesis. And I think it is, uh, you know, Zeke, your comments about being a stressed out student and high achieving really ties in to what I want to talk about today. And my thesis was... Inspired in part by the television I've been consuming right now and my actual real life students. And so today, my thesis is it's okay to celebrate your achievements, be on your own timeline, and someone else's success doesn't diminish your own. Uh, Now, where have these themes come from besides my classroom? Well, they've come from season two finale of Kim's Convenience (laughs) Handy Graduation. Now, first and foremost, I must say to everyone listening and Zeke, if you haven't already watched the show, please binge watch Kim's Convenience ASAP. It's available on Netflix. Um, Shout out to Caitlin because she texted me about Mm -hmm. Kim's Convenience a couple weeks ago and was like, oh my gosh, you have to watch this. And I was like, oh, I don't really have time. I was like, I don't really have time. I'm kind of busy. And somehow... I have now surpassed her. (laughs) I left her in the dust. Caitlin and I were like, I was talking about, I was like, oh, I think I might want to do Kim's Convenience for my thesis. And I started talking about this episode. She's like, oh, I haven't gotten to that episode yet. And I was like, I passed this episode so long. I'm like in the last part of season four and Caitlin's still in season one. Um, 
So for anyone who's like, Kim's Convenience, what is that? Um, Kim's Convenience is a Canadian television sitcom that premiered on CBC television in October 2016. Uh, The series depicts the Korean-Canadian Kim family who run a convenience store in the Moss Park neighborhood of Toronto. Uh, And I am obsessed with this show. It is so fun. It's so delightful. It's such a good shelter-in-place watch, uh, particularly because one of the characters is so hot. Just (laughs) so hot. And today, I want to give a major shout-out to the character of Jung Kim. Uh, And specifically because in episode 13 of season 2, the series finale, Jung announces that he received his GED. And this episode brought up, it really resonated with me because of conversations that I've been having in my classroom. I teach at a couple of different schools, but primarily I've been teaching at a community college right now. And a lot of stuff that gets brought up thematically in this episode, I see my students dealing with like regularly. And the first thing is that there's a lot of like stigma and shame for non-traditional education. Mm -hmm. And we got to stop that, people. We got to stop that right now. Because in the episode, Jung has, like, no plans to really announce it. It appears he he just sort of, like, uh, he gets caught (laughs) (laughs) uh, in a moment and kind of, like, spills the beans to a coworker. Um, And it's, like... No, you should be telling people you worked really hard. Um, And it's really I love this show because this is just one amazing example of how this show talks about like really real shit in a really real way. And like throughout the episode, there's a lot of like push and pull between like his friends and family sort of like wanting really to celebrate him and also sort of diminishing him. And alongside of this like GED storyline, there's also his sister Janet, who has always been high achieving, who's always been top of her class, and she has this sort of um, big moment in her uh, photography career that sort of gets uh, brushed over, she feels. And so it's also dealing with like sexism and sibling sibling rivalry and how we sort of like pit our children against each other and how, you know, the, the mom is like, oh, yay, he got his GED. That's so hard. She she's she's just expected to be good. Like, of mm-hmm, course you're doing mm-hmm. good. You're supposed to be good. So like there's all this like gender bias and stuff like that. Um and I just got really excited. It's just so exciting to see a television show bringing these things up. And none of them get solved because, <laughs> you know, right? there's not an easy solution to them. But one of the things that I think is so heartbreaking in this episode is that at the moment at which he has this big success, he gets his GED. Career-wise, he sort of um, is trying to level up, and his choices from his youth bite him in the ass, Mm. and he loses an opportunity. Mm. And this is something that I'm also super passionate about. And so I guess I I really just – I mostly wanted an excuse to talk about Jung because he's just so hot. Right. Um, And I wanted to bring this show to people's attention so that they watch it so that we get a season five because I want to watch Jung because he's – so hot. Well, you know, Simu Lee, who plays Young, is yeah. gonna. It's like gonna be the first Asian lead of a Marvel movie. What? Yeah, he's got his own I Marvel know movie that. coming out. But that takes him away from us. Well, yes, it does. But <laughs> you're gonna get to see him in a Marvel movie costume. You know, it's gonna be all tight. It's uh, yeah, Shang Chi never... and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I have never been excited about a Marvel movie in my life, and. 
I can't wait for this. Talk one. about crossover. Yeah, he was the passing uh, Lauren over to a Marvel. <laughs> you guys, I don't. He know was the host do. of some like Asian American award event that we Jeez. went to that Nico won an award for, and um, we were just like drooling over him the whole time. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to be in a Marvel movie." And we're like, "Well, oh my god, <laughs> I'm literally like sweating right now." Are you I'm okay? like do you so excited for a while. Yeah, I don't know. Just I just like truly what a curveball. I had no idea that such a big reveal was going to happen on the show. <laughs> um, well, he is hot uh, to follow up. Uh, I believe the Lauren also, uh, I follow Appa on Twitter, and I think he said there's going to be seasons five and six. Yes, the show is so, so good. So you don't have to worry about that. This is more, I guess this is less of a thesis and more of a PSA. Yeah. <laughs> like, just please watch this show so we can A, talk about it. No, but I do, I think like, I just think it's really interesting because I think like, the way that characters like in film and TV get portrayed, like, going after their sort of like non-traditional educations it's just like mm-hmm. so, it's just so int- it, it's it's such a bummer because I see that in my classroom like a thing that has been coming up in my classroom a lot especially during distance learning are students apologizing for their perceived like deficits that aren't really deficits oh, right wow. like like I have like all of the like uh, particularly in my students that are a little bit older, like that aren't traditional like eighteen to like twenty four year old undergrad age. Like my older students are always apologizing for like the fact that like you know I'm working full time and raising a family and trying to get an education, and it's like you're doing so much and that's so amazing. And I and I just like right. I don't know. I feel like I've been having a lot of conversations with students about how they need to like celebrate their success and stop apologizing for stuff so much and so i don't know that's i've just been like sitting alone in my bedroom a lot thinking about these things (laughs) and thought maybe tonight i could sit in my closet and think about these things with my friends um (laughs) you're you're doing great you thank you lauren i want to say you're on the right track as well (laughs) thank you so much thank you so much uh but i guess like have you I, can you do either of you have any like examples of like storylines that you've seen in film or TV where a character has sort of like, you know, had to deal with any of this stuff? And does anything jump out at you about like favorite storylines of like that was like because like when I was like brainstorming on this, all of the ones I could think of were like so not realistic. Like I was thinking about like Dylan on 90210. Mm-hmm. Just not realistic. Just so over the top and so boppery and like so silly. I feel like I yeah. see that storyline mostly played out um, in like episodes of the Netflix version of Queer Eye, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, like, where you have people who really like don't appreciate uh, how much they give to the world and like mm. don't take care of themselves because they don't think they deserve it, and then the Fab Five come in and sort of are like celebrate them in the way that they should be celebrated, and right. then yeah. they sort of have that like reflection of like oh, yeah, like, I am a good person, I do work hard, and, like, I want to continue doing things while also appreciating myself. I love that. I think, I could be wrong, but I believe both Becky and Darlene get their GEDs, and similarly, this is on Roseanne. Guys, Mm -hmm. if you weren't with me when I was talking about Becky and Darlene and I had to give context... Do you enjoy this podcast? But (laughs) I think they're also treated differently uh, Mm -hmm. because Darlene like graduates early, like gets her GED early so she can go to art school in Chicago. Kind of a Janet. 
And Becky, I believe, drops out of high school and gets her GED later because she gets married very young. Yeah. Oh, community. Not a community college. Right. Totally. Right. Um, So I guess like. I just want to, I guess, like I said, this is, I guess, less of a thesis and more of a PSA of just, like, I want to see more stories like this being told in, like, realistic ways. Like, it was just, I think the thing that really hit me and the reason why once I started watching Kim's Convenience, I absolutely could not stop and why I've surpassed and, like, just left Caitlin in my dust during this watch. Okay. Well, we didn't. Wow. We've we've changed our language around this. (laughs) Okay. Well, just to be clear, I've left her in the dust and she is falling behind. (laughs) Um, But I think it's just, like, so... Yeah. Yeah. It just was really refreshing <laughs> to be like, oh, wow. Like, I've just it's so strange that uh, a, a sitcom about a Korean immigrant family living in Toronto is probably the show I relate to more than any other show I'm watching right now. Like, I, I can't remember the last time I watched a TV show and was like, I relate to this. Like, I relate to the mm-hmm. family dynamic. I relate to the like so many of the themes and it's just like so interesting and so fun and so refreshing and it's just really exciting it's so funny too mm-hmm. the show is laugh out loud funny it's the best this this thesis really has taken a, a different direction than i thought it would when i put my thoughts into the document so i think it's time to wrap it up and just say that in my uh, preparation you might be like what she prepared this it seems like it's just such a hot mess but i did do research for this and while i was researching it i found um a website called bestgedclasses.org backslash 50-successful-people-ged. And it was a list of uh, famous people who had gotten their GEDs. And it had one of the funniest um, notes I've ever read, which was actor Lindsay Lohan also appears on most GED celebrity lists, but I can't find a reliable source. I also can't find any reference to her graduation from high school. If you can help, please leave a comment. Um that didn't really have anything to do with what I just said. I just, when I read it, was like cut and paste, have to bring it up. So please help bestgedclasses.org uh, find credible evidence to prove or disprove if Lindsay I Lohan has I love that. If a Stan Stan has any info about Lindsay Lohan's educational credentials, please contact us, contact this website, let people know. Well, on that note, I guess we'll take a break to see if we can uncover Lindsay Lohan's GED real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll be right back. Bye. All right, and we're back, and we still don't have a definitive answer to whether or not Lindsay Lohan got our GED, so please stand stands, email, westandsocial at gmail.com, and give us your tips. Uh, Okay, Zeke? Yeah. We have a really fun segment uh, coming up for you. So, because you are, for anyone who hasn't had the pleasure of meeting you, they may not know that you are... A source of like wisdom mm-hmm. to people in your life. You are someone who offers a lot of great advice. You are like the best pep talk giver. Um, I know in our friend group, you're like on the speed dial for all those like important life moments. And so when we were planning the episode, I thought, how much fun would it be for Zeke to give some real advice to some real graduates? And so we're going to play a little game called How to Survive after graduation <laughs> and we have some uh all right let's do it also thank you for those kind words i really appreciate that 
I love you. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyways, we have some uh, we have some questions that have come in from the class of 2020. Uh, so this first one, uh, let's just play it. Let's let her speak for herself. Hi, my name is Joanna, and my question is: What is your advice for graduating creatives who are really struggling to find the motivation to stay creative in a pretty non-existent job market? Thank you. Wow. So coming to us from wow. Joanna for the question. She graduating yeah. from undergrad with her BFA in acting. Wow. Well, look, I think that's that's the thing is you either have to have that flame, that passion, that drive inside you that like may um, wax or wane every now and again. Um, but if it's what you're meant to do and you can't do anything else, then you must continue to do it. And it's this, it's the same old advice, but it's true. It's if you can see yourself being happy doing anything else, then you should go do that. You could, you know, there, you could start a business, you could become a reality television star, wouldn't recommend it, but it's a thing. (laughs) (laughs) You can write books, you can do a podcast, you can, you know, but I, I would say if you're just graduating from college and you have deep, deep doubts about pursuing a career as an actor, then like maybe think about what else could make you happy. And if there's not an answer to that question, then buck up, go to more auditions when auditions uh, uh, arise, you know, yeah. write for yourself, create for yourself, find a community of friends that can inspire you and push you along. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were in New York, I would have recommended the UCP, but it's dead. So um, <laughs> don't go there. Also, don't get mired in the pit either. They'll just turn you into an alcoholic because that's how they stayed alive. Is they just they were smart enough to put the bar everyone hangs out at in the theater, so you can spend all your drinking money there, and therefore coming you know, in, they, coming you know, in. If UCP just like got a liquor license and had a real bar, not just like a wine and beer bar, but like a real bar at it. They would still be <laughs> alive. Anyway, um, oh, wow. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. My advice. Sorry if it's well, a little tough, lovey, but that's that's what you get with hey, me. <laughs> that is what you get. Uh, thank you on Joanna's behalf. All right, this next uh, question comes to us from actually one of my students who just graduated from a short-term uh, acting program. She was one of my new media students. Uh, let's hear from Victoria. Hello, guys. I am Victoria. Well, I have a question here. You know when you just graduate and you're like, okay, I'm so ready and now I feel amazing, but then the days go by and everything vanish and you're like, what should I do now? What's next? Yeah. So <laughs> I... Thank you, Victoria, for just really articulating it. Yes. Um, so this advice comes um, not from me as much as it comes from um, like listening to my boyfriend talk about his experiences. So he uh, graduated from high school, went to an acting program. In that acting program, they were like, you'll never make it, kid. Um, so he went into costume design, didn't end up graduating, was doing costume design, and like still had like the passion to perform. And people thought it was really funny. So he moved to San Francisco. He started doing stand-up. He did stand up for many years um, and like just said yes to every opportunity and eventually like started going on acting auditions, got the CBS diversity showcase. And from that, he ended up like he's a a series regular on a television show and has done several films. And for him, like it took 15 years of working retail during the day and doing stand up at night 
to get anywhere. But you just have to keep after it. You have to, mm -hmm. you know, always be looking for new opportunities, you know, be willing to accept feedback, be willing to change and just like grow a thick outer shell that allows you to like, you know, take hits and take rejection and just keep on fucking going because that's success in any business, no matter what yeah. it is, is you have to be able to like try and fail and take the note and evolve and move on and get shut down and stand the fuck back up and keep going. Stand oh, the fuck wow. back up. Stand the fuck back up. Amazing. Now Thank you, Victoria. The next one uh, is from my nephew. He's graduating eighth grade. Yes. He has a question that pretty much is on everyone's mind and has huge socioeconomic impact <laughs> for the world. So please, let's hear Lachlan's question. What do you think about the fact that my parents won't let me wear my Guy Fieri costume to graduate? <laughs> I think your parents fucking suck. That's what I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, uh, look, I can see it both ways, right? I can see from your parents' perspective that like it's a formal occasion, and you might get in trouble, and that you're going to take these pictures that you know you'll have for for forever and ever, and that they have this perfect image of their mind of what they're young scholar moving on to high school is going to look like and his eighth we didn't have a cap and gown in eighth grade graduation but maybe you do um, <laughs> they i will interject it's it's like a, a formal wear they're not gonna have a cap and gown but yes. they have to wear like a coat a nice, jacket yeah, yeah yeah um but i also see for uh you why like while you like for me if i had done that in eighth grade i would look back on it at certain times in my life and be really embarrassed, I would look back on it now in my life and be really proud that I did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe you can split the difference, Locke. I just want to say, you got four more years until you're a legal adult. You got four more years of listening to your parents and following the rules. And I will say, it pays off to just, like, behave as much as you can in high school and do the best that you can because then you will have the most options to go for college should you choose to go to, to, to a four-year college or a two-year college like you do yourself a, a great disservice by like not taking high school seriously that's Love some that. solid advice all right we have one more graduate who would like some advice uh she's actually a neighbor of yours out in the la area yeah and uh i'm gonna let her speak for herself i'm grace um I just finished graduating kindergarten. Is it true that life only gets harder? <laughs> oh my God, Grace. <laughs> That's my best friend, Gracie. Oh, Gracie. I'm so happy to hear from you. Um, here, I'll tell you this. Yes, it's true. Life will continue to get harder, but as much as it gets harder, it also gets better because you get a chance to grow into yourself you get to learn new things and discover new things about the world you'll get the opportunity to to travel and to create things and to make great friends and maybe like meet a partner and with with anything that is hard is also good because it's a chance for you to 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 grow and to become a better person and also to a chance to be good to those around you. And that's the most important thing to grow Aww. and to be good to those around you. You're going to do great. I love it. 
Gracie is going to do great. It did take Gracie all day to complete that audio clip. Um, She was not in a great mood today. Um, But my favorite thing in the entire world is that when I reached out to Gracie's dad and said, can Gracie do a voice memo? He asked her, he said, what are you, do you have any questions about graduating? And she immediately said, I graduated. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't have like a kindergarten graduation. But. Congratulations. Congratulations to all of our yes, graduates. And yes. Joanna, Victoria, Lachlan, and Grace. Great questions. Great questions. And thank you for the saged wisdom. Thank you so much. We I got we got realize I just said fuck a whole lot to an eighth grader, but I'm sure it's not gonna be his first time hearing that word. <laughs> I, I he, you know, I think it's it's part of the experiences of the world that yeah, he's learning. He's growing up. Listen, he has a passport to Flavortown, so this kid <laughs> knows what's up. Uh, He's well, doing study abroad in high school at <laughs> <to> Flavortown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh my, oh my goodness. Gosh. Well, I don't know how I'm going to follow that, but I'm going to try with my thesis this <laughs> week. Uh, and my thesis is on a, mine's kind of a PSA too, Lauren, as far as please watch this show if you haven't, but it's it's an oldie, but a great E. Uh, it is about a show called A Different World. I know my parents loved me Stand behind me, come what may I know now that I'm ready, yeah For I finally heard them say It's a different world Than where you come from Um, So that is Aretha Franklin singing your television theme song. So that's the greatest theme song of all time. That tells us, you know, the level of show that we have here. They actually had three different uh, versions of the theme song over six seasons, which, you know, spice it up. So if you don't know A Different World, it is a spinoff of The Cosby Show, originally starring Denise Huxtable, the second oldest daughter, as she attends Hillman which is a fake historically black college in Virginia. So about this show, number one, very funny. Number two, it addressed a lot of social issues, uh, racism, sexual harassment. And uh, actually, you know, it's funny, Lauren, it addresses being a non-traditional student in the pilot episode because Denise's... Oh, interesting. That's right. Denise's roommate is Jaleesa, who's 26, ancient, it's the beginning of college. And that's really like Denise confronting that is the whole pilot, which I think is a, it's not the obvious go-to for a first college episode. And it's pretty cool. And they also do like very specific episodes about, they talk about Rodney King, things that were happening at that time. It was also the first show to regularly include hip hop as part of their, we didn't even really call them show soundtracks back then, but it was on the show. Um, all of that's great, but the most important thing is there's a lot of great ships that you can get into, such as Whitley and Dwayne. Oh, my heart. And then a dark horse ship, which you love those, Freddie and Ron. <laughs> I, I'll try not to get too embroiled in my love for those couples. Um, but they're great. Just look up the montages on YouTube. So much. And another important fact about this show is it's what we've now come to know as a Grey's Anatomy feeder show. And that's a show on which a, a certain amount, let's say 30% of the cast has ended up on Grey's Anatomy. That's we're talking One Tree Hill. We're talking Ally McBeal and we're talking a different world. Mm-hmm. And 
A Different World was like EP'd and many episodes directed by Debbie Allen. So, you know, she's bringing in her cast to Grey's Anatomy. Uh, we had Loretta Devine on Grey's Anatomy and on A Different World. Jasmine Guy. Do we love Jasmine Guy's part on Grey's Anatomy? Absolutely no, not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But is she Whitley on Different World? Therefore, we will yeah, take is. whatever we're given. Absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Diane Carroll played Whitley's mom and Dr. Burke's mom. Great mom. Rest in peace. Also, Byron, who Whitley almost married, is Olivia's dad on Scandal. So also part of Shondaland. You love to see it. And this is this brings up Kadeem Hardison, who played Dwayne Wade. He will be on Grey's Anatomy. He hasn't been, to my knowledge yet, but he, he will put on that white lab coat. I oh, guarantee it. wow. I didn't realize how much I needed that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm calling senators day and night. So the very first... Oh, I should have even said what my thesis is, which I, I just got lost, guys. I got lost. So this is the best graduation episode because the show is the college experience because number one it doesn't focus on the people you thought it would you learn different things than you were expecting and someone left to have a baby because the show starts centered around denise which is a huxtable from the cosby show she leaves after the first season so because she needed to i guess in her personal life go and clone herself she made zoe kravitz at that time which, by the way, we're not talking about the fact that she has access to clone technology enough, in my opinion. We're just not even talking about it, and it's interesting. Um, but I think what makes the show cool is it decided to focus on the school. It didn't follow Denise. It was just like, no, we can be about Hillman. And t- to me, that's why the graduation episode has such an impact, because we've really seen the school. Like, like a lot of things about teens or college age are just about hot young people. But this is mm-hmm. really about the school. Like you meet deans. We meet <laughs> the dorm. You meet the ROTC guy. What'd you say? Deans are the most important part of the college experience. And deans are hot. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, <laughs> Jennifer Lewis, a, a patron saint of the We Stand brand, does play a dean. So thank you. And she is hot. So Also, Marissa Tomei is on the first season of A Different World, which you might be saying, didn't you say this is a historically black college? And hasn't every other cast member you've listed been black? Correct. It was an odd thing they did, and they decided <laughs> that she should leave after the first season. So the episode pilot, or the pilot episode, I'm sorry, I'm losing my mind just thinking about this. no. I know. I think we've both just like we've bitten off topics that we're just too enamored with, and well, it's getting the in the way of our the clarity. It starts with a close up of Kadeem Hardison and his flip up classes that would become uh, very much associated with the character. And I thought that's crazy because you would think that it's going to start on Denise, who is bridging the gap from the Cosby world to this. Oh no, we're seeing Mm-mm. it through his eyes, literally from the get. Then. This graduation where he's a math whiz, if you didn't know, Dwayne Wayne is a math whiz. And I'm saying Dwayne Wayne, not Dwayne Wade, the famous basketball player. (laughs) But I feel like if you listen to our podcast, (laughs) you weren't making that mistake. (laughs) And it starts with him giving the valedictorian speech, but then you pull back and he's just in the cafeteria and he's only giving it to Whitley, which I actually found interesting, Lauren. This device is also used in the Preston Burke, Christina Yang wedding episode 
where <gasps> we hear Preston Burke uh, recite his vows to Addison during surgery. <gasps> You're so right. And then you never hear it later. And Diane Carroll's involved. I don't know, guys. I'm just putting this out there. What? Wow. wow. And then at the end of this episode, we get the Dwayne and Whitley. Well, we get one of the proposals. I would say almost unfortunately, the show has six seasons. It almost mm-hmm. should have wrapped up after four. That's maybe my only critique. Because now the cool part is Dwayne goes on to get his PhD from Hillman. <laughs> because mm-hmm. If it's a fake college, you can certainly have a fake PhD in math program. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> um but it really does such a good story of like freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, and how your expectations change and how you grow over sure. those years. And I think to your point earlier, Lauren. Yeah. It's relatable. I think so many things about college fail because they try to make a general experience. And it doesn't yeah. work. Whereas Hillman couldn't be more different than the college I actually attended. But by going specific, you go universal. Always. Totally. It is so interesting how often college fails on TV. Like, there's more bad college television than good college television. Like, say by the bell of the college years, not so good. Right. Gossip Girl, the college years, not so good. Yeah. I mean, you usually find characters that, like, all of a sudden start a business at age 19. And you're like, yeah. What? One Tree Hill didn't even fuck with going to college. They were like, nope, we're going to skip. Well, don't you think it's because each college experience is so different? Like, like, if you go to a big state school and you live in the dorms and join a frat or sorority and, like, go to the games, like, that's one thing. If you go to a small liberal arts college, that's another thing. If you go to, like, a local college but live at home and work and, like, you are just sort of going to school but not, like, immersed in... Yeah, it's it's a whole different thing. And I think high school is so much more, at least in the United States, more universal. Right. Those stages and, like, fucking prom and sports and parties and, you know, where it's it's, everyone's a a, a, a different adult in college. High school episodes... uh with graduation i think are not as impactful because the prom episode is usually such a big deal Mm. that it almost overtakes and you don't really have a prom in the college years so i think for a different world it worked better yeah that's so interesting yeah so my final thought is this show mirrors the college experience and that it's not what you expected and it makes the graduation episode that much more impactful. But the show ultimately ends with Dwayne <laughs> and Whitley moving to Japan because Dwayne invents a basically a Game Boy for learning. Wow. You know what? You couldn't have picked a, a more perfect episode or television series to talk about right now because all of this like talking about unexpected and like the surprises of where you end up like that is what's happening like right now like every Mm -hmm. graduate everywhere in the world is just like this isn't what I was expecting like this this isn't what was supposed to happen and yeah all those expectations that you have and the grief that comes with letting go of what you thought was going to happen and accepting what is happening like so wow who knew that a different world would be so poignant right now yeah And check it out, guys. There's six seasons streaming online for your shelter-in-place viewing pleasure. I also need you all to know I was on Zoom yesterday with Caitlin when she realized that A Different World was available for streaming. And I don't think I've ever seen her that happy before. 
Like, I thought I had seen her happy, but then I saw her face when she saw it's it. It's one of those shows, though, I can't really... I just need to watch the scenes that I love so much that I can't really take in the whole show. There's a lot yeah. of the show that suffers. Awesome. Well, Zeke, do you have any final thoughts on the art of graduation in media or, you know... Any any iconic moments from of graduations that you think people should check out while they've got some time on their hands? I have one, and okay. it's not necessarily from film or television. It's from a musical that never made it to Broadway, that played off-Broadway and played in London. And so there are two cast right. recordings available, but there's I, not like a Broadway dying. cast recording. I love this already. Um, it's, so they tried to do Fame the Musical. Yes, <gasps> they did! Yes, and they have a graduation song and thing the musical called Bring On Tomorrow. And it's my favorite graduation song. It's highly underrated. It's beautiful. I love it. Go become obsessed with it. Well, this has been an, uh, this has been a GD delight. Uh, it is so lovely to have you here. And thank you for all of the wise advice, Zeke, that you had for our graduates. My pleasure. How about uh, bleach? Do I need to send you more bleach? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to need bleach ever again. Everyone, I'm going to take a picture of how many bottles of bleach Zeke sent to me. Also, I have so many paper towels in this closet. They're above my head. And truly, Zeke Smith, when you tell when you tell Zeke there's a problem, um, whew, well, it is, I think it's um, legally hotter in my closet than is safe okay. right now. Okay. <laughs> um, Zeke, for anyone who wants to get more inspired, more educated, and feel like a better person by following you, where can they find you? How can people stand you? Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Zekerchief, which is Z-E-K-E-C-H-I-E-F. Z-E-K-E-R-C-H-I-E-F. Yes. Zekerchief. Zekerchief. You know, Zekerchief. Uh, well, this has been uh, just the best. Uh, thank you so much for being here. To anyone listening to this episode who's graduating this spring, congratulations. Congratulations. You did it. You, did you it. crossed the finish line. You stared at your screen for more hours than was healthy, but you did it. And we congratulate you, class of 2020. And we are. We, we stand, stand together. together. <laughs> Backstreet Boys are all grown up with their 